The book of today's daf is daf Yud Zion in Yavamas. Today we learn for Elias Neshama, for Yechiel Meir Ben David, and for Rafur Shlema, for Nomi Rivka, Bas Dina Shoshana, for Shlomo Ben Rachel, for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal, and for Lozer Ben Reuma. <clears throat> Yesterday we had the discussion about who are the people from Tarmod? Are they Goyim? As Chagai Hanavi had said, that you can be Makabal Geirim from them. Or there were other opinions that they're actually Mamzerim, because those opinions hold that the uh, they came from uh, Shlomo's uh, Avodim or others, and they held that we don't hold that way. We came out, Rabbi Yehuda then said in the name of Ravasi, besides that Machlokis, we said, what about Goyim today? Meaning at that time, at the time of the Gemara, you're worried about the Kedushim, why are you concerned that maybe they came from the Aserah Shvatim who had Mamzerim? And therefore, you have the word, maybe it is a good Kedushin. If a guy is Makadosh and Isha, it's not Kedushin, right? But maybe these were these were Mamzerim. That's what he said. So the Gemara said, what do you mean? Why do you think that if a guy is Makadosh and Isha, it's from the Sarah Sashvatim? There's a lot of Goyim in the world. Most of probably came from most of them. So the Gemara said, no, it's speaking and called the Parsh. Maruba Parsh, it comes from the majority. So you don't assume that it's, a, it's from a Jew. The Gemara says, no, it's different over here where they were Kavua because Sancheir put them in certain cities. And so Rashi learns it's because called the Kavua, it's like 50-50. 50-50, you've got to assume the worst that maybe she needs to get. Tosas, we didn't mention it yesterday, but Tosas says that it's not because it's 50-50. It's not because, but rather, in those cities, they are the majority. The Jews, the Jews that the Sancheir put those Jews, the Aser Sashvat means various cities, and there they were the majority. They were like the, uh, the Jewish towns, uh, concentration camps, if you will. In any case, um, so he says, that's why you're concerned that maybe it's, a, it's, it's a, they're Jews and because they were, um, they mixed with the Goyim and Rashi explained that uh, they weren't careful and they married, uh, they had incestuous marriages and they turned out Mamzerim. Then at the end, we said that um, when um, afterwards, uh, after, Rabbi, after Ravasi died, Rabbi Yudah went to learn at Shmuel and Shmuel said, no, that's not the case. Um, Shmuel said, he says, no, he says, not true. If the mother is a Jew, the child is a Jew. If the mother is a Shiksa, not Jewish, the child is not Jewish. No mamzerim over here. It's not mamzerim. That's what he said. That's your child. And uh, that's it. And what, so what? So, okay. But maybe that's Sarah We said, maybe that, what about their women? Their women had, had, uh, children from Goyim, presumably. Just like the Jewish men live with the with the Goyish women, so you say those are Goyim, and the ones from the Jewish but the ones from the Jewish women, those would be Jews. And if you hold that ever every ever of all still have The answer is they have a Kabbalah. We said that the women of the Assassin did not have any children. Their wombs got messed up either because of the traveling or because of all the tsaras. They didn't have any children. The men had children with shikses, which but those women, those children would be Goyim, not Mamzerim. Economy, this is where we left off yesterday, about 10 lines down on the page. Economy, when Rabbi Yudah says, when I said this in front of Shmuel, this is Rabbi Yudah, not the Tana, the Amor, Rabbi Yudah, we have many times to trust, Amor, Rabbi Yudah, Amor, Shmuel. He learned by Ravasi, he learned by Rav, he learned by Shmuel. Amor, they said the same idea, they didn't, until they said, listen, all the people who came from the Aser Sashvatim, they're all going, Shinemar, Bashem Bogdu, they rebelled against God. They had children who were strange, meaning not Jewish children. So that's the Kabbalah that we have, that 
they mixed with the Goyim and therefore their children are not Jewish. There is, you know, Rabbi Chayel's father, uh, Al was uh, very instrumental in bringing in various groups, you know, like the Menei Menashe and people like that who possibly could be from the from uh, from the uh, Saras Ashvatim, they the whole thing about that, and the Afghanis and the Taliban and all those people, they might be in there, but there's a cabal and some some possibly the ones from Africa. We don't really know. And therefore, the, the general idea is that you're Megayer them again. Of course, they want to be Jewish, you're Megayer them. We're Megayer anybody. Anybody's accepted. Jew, Judaism is a non racist um, religion. And uh, if a Muslim wants to convert, an Arab Muslim wants to become Jewish, he's a full Jew. Makes a difference if he's an Arab or a white or black or colored or whatever. We're assuming they're not Mamzerim, correct. They're not Mamzerim because we say that they are, that was the Tukumar, that's what Shmuel said. Because when the, when the Jewish men from the Sesa mixed with the, with the non-Jewish women, those are Goyim. And the Jewish girls who you said could, could produce a Mamzer, even then they could produce a Mamzer or like Rashi said, they produce mamzeris possibly because of um, because they make they they intermarry. That, that's not really either. They didn't have any children. That's what he's the kabbalist. They, they, Jewish girls didn't have any children, and the shiksas who had children from the Jewish men those are goyim. Yosef Rav Yosef Acharid Rav Kanav Yosef was sitting behind Rav Kanav Yosef Rav Kanav made Rav Yudah was sitting in front of Rav Yudah. Yosef came and said the following: "Asim Yisrael, David Yom Tovah. Eventually, Bnei Yisrael is going to make a yontem, make a holiday. Kicharve Tarmud. Now that was how we got into the discussion yesterday because Chagai said that the people who come from Tarmud are you accept them as as uh, as converts as gerim because they're fully goyim. But <laughs> the other opinions we brought down were no that they are mamzerim, so you can't accept them. But in any case, so some they said the Bnei Yisrael is going to make a yontem." When Tarma is going to be destroyed because there'll be no more of these uh, these mixed mixed breeds or whatever mamzerim, we'll get rid of them. Iva Chorov. What do you mean? They're going to make it onto they're going to make it onto the future. It's already been destroyed. Tahu Tamud Havi. Tamud was destroyed. Tarmud was not yet destroyed. The Ravashi Yomar Haina Tamud Haitum. It's the same thing. Some pronounce the rage, some don't. Tarmud Tamud. It's all the same. What happened was the city was replicated. When one side of the city was destroyed, so they settled on the other side. In other words, they're both the same thing, Tarmud and Tamud. They're both two sides of the same city. When one side was destroyed, the other side was built. So it's the same thing. And we're going to make the other when they destroy it because it's a bad thing. That they, they, um, the, uh, the, the concern is that, uh, you know, they, they, there's Mamzeum there. They're bad, uh, bad breeds, and we don't want them mixing up. With us, so we're going to make a yontif when that's destroyed because the mamzerim and the matami Israel they intermarry with the Jews and they make more mamzerim. And as we said, there's no way to ours to be matara mamzer today. The Gemara offers various cases, you know, have slipped with an eved, etc. But basically, it's a it's a problem. We don't have a bottom today. So if there's a mamzer today, there's really no way to be matara. So therefore, he says it's better if it'll be destroyed. Rav Huna Kamei, Yosef Rav Huna Kamei de Ula, sitting in front of Ula, v'kahave shmishmaita. And he was uh, asking questions about this whole topic that we're dealing with now. Uh, so he was, Omar, Magavra, Umagavra. It's like saying, well, how great is this man? Magavra, Maguvrei. Um, so Ula said about this, um, uh, Ula said about Rafam Nuna, what a great man this was. If it wouldn't be that he comes from, if it wouldn't be that he comes from, if it wouldn't be that he comes from Harponya, he would be really a great man, but unfortunately, he comes from Arpunya. Arpunya, we said yesterday, is a city that uh, they bothered the Jews, right? It was a bad place. Uh, the Arpunya was next to uh, what city was it? Pumnahara, right? Oh, that was 
not, not, that's not the same. I made a mistake. It's humanya. This is Harpanya. If you wouldn't be, you come from Harpanya, which is a bad place. Uh, a lot of bad people there are mixed breeds there. Wouldn't be that. They're not Rashi says, they don't have a good lineage there. Uh, you know, their pedigree is not good. If it wouldn't be that Harpanya is his city, he's really great. He's great. Unfortunately, he's from that city. So Rav Hamnuna, who came from, apparently from Harpanya, was embarrassed. Amalei. So he said, let me ask a question. Where do you pay the poll tax to? Where do you pay your taxes? I pay it to Pumnara, which is a good Jewish city. It goes according to where you pay your cities, where you pay your taxes. If you pay your taxes, that's what... I think from Zalman Orbach also Paskin once, there was some question whether Mavaseret is part of Yerushalayim in terms of, I don't know if it's in terms of the 15th, like, you know, keeping McGill on the 15th, et cetera, et cetera. And he said, it depends where you pay your taxes to. Like based on the Sigmar, we have the Sigmar. You pay your taxes, then you're from that city. My Harpanya. So what about that city, which was neighboring to, I mix it up because it's next to Pumnara. We had yesterday, Humnaya is Humnaya la Pumnara. I guess Humnaya, maybe Humnaya is not the same as Harpanya. Why is it called Harpanya? Says Gemara, Amar of Seirah. Harsha Kolponimo. It's a mountain that everybody turns there. Meaning when they can't get a shift because they don't have a good lineage, they go to there. They can always find somebody there who'll marry you because there they're not so mocked. If you don't know what family you're from, what tribe you're from, in other words, you don't have a good yichas brief, as we say. You don't know where you're coming. So people want to look at your yichas. They want to know that you come from good lineage, uh, clean lineage, royal lineage. And if you can't prove that, so you go there, you can get a shidduch. It's deeper than the depths, meaning than Gehenna. Doesn't mean necessarily literally, we mean to say that it's deep in them in this sense. Now the Pasik says, Miyad Sha'ol Efdaim. We read this in Aftar, Miyad Sha'ofdaim, I will redeem them from the Sha'ol from the depths. Mimovas Egalaim, I'll redeem them from death. Okay, that's from Sha'ol, the Ilu Sul the two, but their Psul, meaning I'm Zairus less than Takanta. Can't be fixed, as we said, Muvat that can't be fixed in Mamsar. So, and therefore, he says that there it's like on a lower level, our pine is on a lower level than hell, because hell, God can take you out of, but Mamzerus, you can't get out so easy. Why are the people in our pine considered puzzle that they are like Mamzerum? Because they intermarry with the people from Mishon, which is even worse. Which is, again, if you go with the idea that Tarmud was not a good was not a Goyish city from which we accept Gehem, but you go with the idea that they're full of Mamzerum. So I, I guess Talmud was worse than Misham, which was worse than Arpanya, but one intermarried with the other. So the Talmudshim Abdi Shlomo, they were apostles, as we said yesterday, because of Adam of Shlomo, again with the idea, not like we Paskin, we go with the idea that Evet, Ovikom Evet, Abobas Israel, it is a Mamzer, not like we hold. Abdi Shlomo, behind the Armenian people say, whether it's a large measure or a small measure, Megander Ozil Lishol rolls down, whether, you know, whether they're bad in a great degree. They roll down to Sheol, Mishol to Tarmud. They go on to Tarmud, Tarmud, Lamishan, Mishan, Larpanya. These are the, they go on to the lowest levels possible. So Arpanya was really a bad place. And that's why he had said, Lula said, Rabbi Luna would be really great if it wouldn't be that he came from that city. We have questions, but since he pays taxes to the other city, we accept it. This, finishes, this completes the first parak, but really the second parak is a continuation because. In the 14th and 15th cases of the first Mishnah, the 15 cases where you don't make even because it's an erva, 
and therefore she passes also the tzara. The 14th case was what does that mean? Ruvain, he's always the one who dies without children. Just we don't have to explain that each time. Ruvain dies without children. And when he died, he had a brother Shimon. Before Shimon, or as the Rabbanus, let's say, according to everybody, before Shimon married, uh, took, made Yibam on Leah, Ruben's wife, Ruben's Almana, another boy, another boy, boy was born. Their mother gave birth to Levi. They were Haredim. They had, you know, children who were married and, and they had young babies. Okay, so Levi was born after Ruben died. Because of that, no Yibam. Levi does not do Yibam. So he is like, according to the way Rashi always explains, slash and therefore it's like his brother had children. If your brother had children, you can never marry your brother. Even if your brother's dead 100 years, you can't marry his wife. You cannot marry your brother's wife. So Levi is forbidden to marry Reuben's wife. But Shimon married her. Now, he was in the same, he lived together with Reuben. And now Shimon died with no children. Okay, so Leah is still usher to Levi. Because she once is forbidden, she's an erva. It's like his sister. Not only that, but Shimon's other wife is also forbidden. She's a tsar because she's a tsar of an erva. Now we had before Reb Shimon. We're not going to talk about Reb Shimon today, but Reb Shimon uh, changes this slightly. He says that if Shimon married Leah before Levi was born, and then Shimon died with no children, then Levi does perform evil, right? Because She's following him from Shimon, not from Ruvain. Pardon? You mean on Leah or on Leah? No, no. Let's just assume the question is is, is on uh, on Leah, right? On Leah, is it it's our Sarah or not? So he says, yeah. Well, let's assume now talking about Leah. Leah's co-wife also, but according to Shimon, he could even marry. According to Rabbi Shimon, even Shimon, Shimon who married Leah's uh, Leah, uh, who married Leah after Ruvain died, and then Levi was born. If Levi was born subsequently. So that when Shimon dies, Leah's falling from Shimon, who Levi did share a world with, he would perform even. That's from Shimon's Shita. But the Pshak of the, of the Rabbanan that we're explaining now is no, it makes no difference. It makes no difference if Levi was born before Shimon performed Yibam on Leah or after he performed Yibam on Leah. Either way, because he came from Ruvain and, and, and uh, Ruvain, uh, it's, it's his brother Ruvain's wife. It's still his brother. Right, Le- uh, it's still a brother. Levi is still a brother of Ruben. They didn't share a world at the same time, but they had the same father, and therefore, no yibam and no ch- and no yibam no chalitz. Not only on Leah, but also on the co-wife that he had with Shimon, the, the, that she had with Shimon. Okay, so now the Gemara is explaining. What I just explained. What is the case of Eshel Shalom The wife of your brother that you weren't in the same world with. That's Levi. There were two brothers, Ruben and Shimon. They and one of them died. Ruben died for no lehem ach. And then Levi was born. And then Shimon, it says it this way. And then afterwards, after he was born, Shimon performed Yibam on Reuben's wife, Leah. And now he died. The Pashim Shad is a Rishona means Leah, right? Not the co-wife. The co-wife of Shimon, let call her Sarah, right? So uh, the, the other one, Shimon's other wife, because of the tzara, because tzara. Also, now we get to another question. We mentioned before that Mimer is a Kedushan Drabbana that you do on a Yibam. there is no Kedushan. There is a, what we're going to talk about in detail a little bit more t- today, Zika. Zika means there's a bond. As soon as Ruben dies with no children, normally if he has children, that's it. You can never marry. There's no such things, no brothers, no, no, nobody touches her. Is also like an Arab, like marrying your sister, marrying your sister-in-law. You can't marry her ever. 
However, the Torah said if there's no children, special mitzvah of Yibam. Okay, that means, and they're not supposed to, she's not supposed to marry anybody else. Now she's supposed to marry the brother or one of the brothers if there's more than one. She's supposed to marry one of them. That's called, that, that bond is called a zika. A zika in Hebrew is also zika. So you have, what's the zika? What's your connection? What's your bond? How strong is that bond? That's going to be a, ma- a major discussion. Is it, is it like they're married? Not really like they're married yet. There's a bond there, right? There's an automatic bond when the brother, when Reuben dies with no children, there's a bond between him, between this lady, Leah, and the brother Shimon, or the brothers, if they're Shimon, Levi, Yehudi, Zachazmon. There's a bond there. How strong is that bond? That's a deriser, really, because there is a bond. The Torah says there's a bond. Yeah, she can't marry somebody else. He has to perform Yibar Chalitza, so the Torah forced him into something. However, there's another thing that the rabbi said. Don't just marry her. Don't, don't just consummate the wedding and get, get into bed with her. You should make the Kiddushin first. Give her a ring, a star, something. Do like a regular Kiddushin. Just do that. Esther up on him. Let's say Shimon did that. He didn't get a chance to even also by Mimer. He did Mimer. Umes, and then he died. Shimon died. Now, what do you say there? The second one gets Why? Because over here, listen, when I, when I say the Shnia, we mean, we're going to explain, it, we mean the Tzara. In this case, was Leah the co-wife of Tzara, of Shimon's other wife? Not really, because they were never really married, Menatorah, right? There's only a drop on them. So Leah still cannot marry Levi ever, because Levi and Reuben didn't share one world. However, what about Shimon's wife? Now Shimon died. Was she the Tzara of Levi? Of uh, the Tzara of uh, Leah? Of Leah? Married? They weren't married to the same guy. Shimon was married to the Tzara, right? Reuben died with no children, left Leah. Shimon was married to Tzara. Right? Let's call her Tzara. Tzara the Tzara. Tzara the Tzara. Right? She was married to her. Now Shimon performed Mimer, Tushindra Bonan, on Leah, but they weren't really married. Okay? So, and now Shimon died. So Leah, for sure, Levi can't marry her because that's a because of Ruvain. What about the Tzara? Can Levi marry the Tzara? You know what? Since the Rabbana, we say Chalitza. Remember we said before, but there are many cases where you do chalitza and rabbana. And so over here, because it's a condition rabbana, they said, you know what, do chalitza, don't perform the yibam. Okay, that, that's what we say. Rashi says, because kona her a little bit, so she's a, a shtickle wife. She's a shtickle wife. And therefore you do chalitza. Now, what's cool? Yeah. How big the mimer would really doesn't, is it necessary? She's already the group. Okay, right. But the rabbi said, do do The rabbi said, make a condition up on it anyway. Now, okay. And because the Zika, the Zika does not make, back on Chesamet Beis, if you look at the Rashi, we have back on Chesamet Beis, what is the Zika, this connection? So he says, Rashi even says over there on Chesamet Beis, he says clearly that it, it's a partial um the Zika of a Kiktsas Kedushin. Shtickle Kedushin. <laughs> it's not really Kedushin. He's got two shit. Right, right. But he's got a shtickle the rice and a shtickle the rabbonah. Right? The shtickle the rice of Zika is, if you hold, if you hold that, it's a shtickle. Now, even that, we're going to have a machlokas. How strong is that? We're going to talk about that. That's going to be. So Zika is a derisa because the Torah says you just can't get married to somebody else. You, you, she has to wait and ever get Yimor Chalitza from the brother or one of the brothers. And from his point of view, also, he can't just he can't just leave her. He's got to do yibachlit. So, so there's a connection there. So he says it's the Rashi's lashon was zika have a kitzas kedushin. It's like a it's like a partial kedushin. But you still need chalitza because it's not really a chosish. Okay, that's what he says there. Now, 
Amar Nachman, who when he said in the Mishnah, so in the regular case of Eishel Shalom and Shimon married, and they says, and, and then Shimon died. Harishona goes Shimon So the Mishnah says Rishon Rita Malaya, right? Eishel Shalom, and the second one Tzara is because she's the Tzara. If you learn Rishona, if you said it like we said in our Mishnah, that's not a mistake. That you could, it's just a question. You could call what we say the first and the second ones. What do you mean the first and the second one here? There's two women, Leah, who's married to Ruben, and Sarah, who's married to Shimon, which is the first, which is the second. It doesn't really make a difference as long as you understand what they are. So if you call it Rishon, if you call Leah Rishon, that's not a mistake. If you call Leah the Shmia, that's also not a mistake. Mandatani Rishon, the one who says Rishon, says Leah's Rishon, Omishtabish, my Rishon, Rishon, and She's the one who fell first. She fell first from Ruben, right? She fell first from him. The other one only fell later from Shimon. The one who calls her the Shnia, it's also not a mistake of Mishtamish, because my Shnia, Shnia Linasuan. She was the sec- Leah was the second one who married Shimon, because Shimon was married to Tsara. Lerubin was married to Leah. Shimon was married to Tsara. So who was Shimon's second wife? Leah, right? When he died. So you can call her the second one also. She's more Mila Askina, the It's possible. Why do you say it's the second wife? Maybe he married Leah. Shimon married Leah after his brother died, and then he married Sarah afterwards, right? Maybe, maybe it's possible he was Miyabim, Leah first, and then he did Kesem. Elamai Shnia, Shnia Binisun. It's the second time she's been married. In other words, if you say she's the first one, she's the first one who fell. She fell from Reuben first, and now she's falling from, and now she's falling from Shimon, right? But Leah, Levi can't marry her because right? Or you can call her the Shnia because she's been married twice. Leah was first married to Reuben, then she's married to Shimon. Now Shimon died. So now there's no more, and the only brother that's left is Levi. If there's another brother, Yehuda, who was born before, then you can form Yibam on that, right? You can form because now she's falling from there. But if, if Yehuda was alive at the same time as Reuven, but if Levi was born, like we said, after Reuven died, then there's no Yibam or Chalitz. Where does the Torah say that Levi had to share a world with Reuven? It says, we know, it goes according to the father, as we'll see, right? But uh, what, where does it say that if Levi was not in the world at the same time, Reuven died before Levi was born, that there's no even, where does it say that? The beginning of Dvarim Chafei, it says that's how the parasha starts off. When two brothers dwell together. They sat together. They had one yeshiva. What is yachta? They are singular in nachla, meaning that they both share nachla because they both Inherit from the father, and they inherit from Farshim say, Rashi's pointing out too, they inherit from one another, right? Brothers can inherit one another through the father, but they also inherit both from the father as opposed to brothers from the mother who don't inherit, they don't get an inheritance. Brothers from the father, from the mother, don't get an inheritance from one another or from the father. So, so that's what Yachim teaches me. Rabbi Omar, the reason I know the is the reason I know that they, it only goes according to the um, to the father, in other words, what brother makes Hebrew only if it's a brother from the father is not because Yachtov, but rather because Yolof Achva Achma Yaakov. It says by Yaakov, remember what did, what did they say? Kulanu Ish Echad, right? Kulanu Anachnu Anachnu Ish Echad. We're all one uh, from the same father, right? What does the Pusik say? Um, Right, we're 12 brothers, so it says, So, obviously, there they were from the 12, were from the same father, they had four different mothers. Here, also, we're talking about from the father, that's who we know. So, 
the, the prohibition to marry your brother's wife applies not just to your brother from your father's side. What's happening to your brother from your mother's side? You can't marry her forever. No, there's no Yibam over there, right? Maybe maybe it means that. Why don't you learn from Arias? And over there, it's talking about your brother, your, your, your maternal brother's wife. So maybe maybe there, maybe Yibam should apply there too. It says, Donan Achma Achim. It says, Kieshvo Achim Yachtav. And it says, Shneim Osar Achim Benach. This is exactly the word. The prohibition to marry your brother's wife, which includes your, your brother from your mother's side, is what? Erbas Achicha Lo Skale. Erbas Achicha Lo Skale refers to all kinds. That's Achicha and Achim. What's the difference if it's Achicha or Achim? It's the same idea. When it comes to the coin, checking the Tsaras in the house, it says Beshava coin, Guba coin. We learned that's Xavier Shava, even though the word is slightly different. Zui Shiva, Zui B, it's the same thing coming in either way. That's not when, that's where there's no similar word. When there's an exact word, Achim. In other words, I could learn on Achim from Achicha, right? And say, just like Achicha refers to your brothers, all any of your brother's wives, your brother from your mother's side, your brother from your father's side. Those are prohibited, and maybe even applies there too. But I'd rather learn Achim Achim. If I have an exact word, Achim Achim, I would, I would learn that. So therefore, I learn out from Bereyaka, which all had the same father. What about Lot? Lot said, right, that we are brothers, right? We're so we're brothers. And what was Lot to Abram? He was a nephew, right? And maybe therefore you should even be Meyavam, your father's brother's wife. We're brothers, right? We're all brothers. Maybe it should apply there too. Maybe he's a brother. Maybe you should, maybe you should perform even on your, on your uncle's wife, which of course is not the case. Because the word Achim there is extra. Could have said, we have 12, we are your 12 servants, the sons of our father. The word Achim is extra to teach me this that we learn out from Achim, from the father only. The, um, so that's I'd rather says more. It's still at the end of the day. Teach me the, from the father side. And also teach me Yachtov. Also say Yachtov. Why? We said before Yachtov teaches me. Then we say before it's Machlokas. Do you say how do I know that it has to be from the father? Because Yachtov that the same in the Nachla that they are from one another and it only goes according to the father. Uh, why does it have to say Yachtov and that is to say Achim, which is the other opinion that you based on Achim, you learn from Yaakov. Either way, you learn the same thing. You need both. It's not like we need, in other words, we need both answers, Achim and Yachtov, because Rahman Achim, I mean, I've been in I can learn out from Lot. And maybe even applies even on an uncle's wife. He tame alone, Mufni, it's not extra. Laya, no, it is Mufni. Laya means yes, it is Mufni. Mufni, it is surely extra. Mufni, Mufni, Reim. Could have said, Kianashim. Rayam and Achtav were good friends when he said we're brothers. Achi, out of the Israelis, all talk to Achi, Tavo, Achi, that's my brother, right? For friends, right? Achi could have said Rayim, Sib Achim, Shmami So therefore, you could learn out from love, and therefore, even me Avam, your uncle's wife, Kasrachmana Yachtav, Teshim Yachtav, Miyuchadam Anachla, they share. Now, sometimes you can get you can share an achla with your uncle also, but it all depends on the cases. Whereas brothers always share the nachla. So you have to be because Rahman Yachtov, and if you want to say Yachtov, maybe it says Yachtov means singular, this Yachtov means special, singular. Maybe it means that you have to have the same that your brothers to be a full brother from your mother and father, not like Yaakov, not like Yaakov. And if it only say Yachtov, I would say maybe 
Yibam only applies if you have a full brother. A full brother means you have the same parents, the same mother and father. So Sricha, right? Therefore, it tells me Achim to tell me no. It doesn't have the same brother, same mother and father. As long as you have the same father, Yibam applies. Why would I think that? It, why would I think you have to have the same mother and father? I, I, you say uh, I would if it would only be Yachtav, I would say maybe you need the same mother and father. No, just like Ibn Yaakov, just the same father is enough. Where would you, why would you say that? The answer is, why not? Because Yibam and Achla told Rahmana. Yibam depends on, as, as we said, the Nachla. And Rashi says, meaning that the, the, the Yavamas, we'll see later on, he gets the phone. There might be 10 brothers, right? Ruvain died. Shimon did Yibam. He gets Ruvain's whole Nachla. That's part of it. It's learned from It's all of that Pasuk. So you see that Yibam is the, very dependent on Nachla, and Nachla, is, we, we know, only goes according to the father. It doesn't go according to the mother, right? It doesn't go according to the mother. It goes, from, it goes according to the father. It's true that a mother can also, you can inherit from your mother if, there, if, there's no, if she has no other relatives, right? You can inherit from the mother too, as we'll see. But basically, it goes according to the brothers. Who, who, uh, it, it goes according to the, the, the father, not according to the mother. Rashi says here, um, the other brothers don't share with him, and that's why he says even depends on the nachla. And this goes according to the father because even is from the from the father, not from the mother. So uh, I still need it. In other words, why do I need you? Say I need yachtov because of, I need Achim, because if we don't say Achim, I would say you have to have the mother, yeah, the brother is to your brother from the mother, and the father, Kamashmulan, Achim. Why would you think that? Even depends on Nachla, and Nachla is according to the father, not according to the mother. That's correct. That's correct. Correct. Right. So, so, right. That's your incentive. Yeah, if somebody wants to, yeah, yeah, that would be that would be an incentive. Correct. It is an incentive. Right. It, 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 it does fine. That's not the reason to do it, but that is an incentive. Um, so no, I still need, uh, I, I'd still need Achim to tell me only from the father. Why would you think that Yachtov means that Yachtov would say that uh, in order to form Yibam, you have to have, it has to be a brother who's from the mother and the father. The whole thing is a Chiddush, the whole thing is a big Chiddush. All the Arias, your sisters, your sister-in-law, your mother-in-law, your, your daughter-in-law, all these are forbidden to you. And also your sister-in-law, who's your brother's wife. If there were children there, it's an erva. It's, it's incestuous. So it's a special Kiddush that what? That if there's no children, uh, you can perform Yibam. So it's a Kiddush. Special Kiddush. It's a special heter over here to do Yibam. Not only is it a mitzvah, but it's a heter because normally it's an erba. So you might think that what? That you have to be a brother from the mother and the father. Therefore, we need Achim to say, just like Achim ben Yaakov, only from the father's side, that's good enough. Now listen carefully. Now we're going to talk about Zika, this bond. Means a woman in waiting, Leah. Reuben died. Reuben died. Shimon's waiting there. He couldn't perform even on Leah, right? Shemesa, now she died. Mutabima, can he marry his mother? Her mother. Can he marry her mother? So he says, You're allowed to marry the mother. Now, if if Shimon ever married her, right? Shimon married this woman and then she died. Can he marry her mother? No, he can never marry the mother, right? A sister-in-law, your wife's sister, you can marry if your wife, if your wife died. But you can never marry the, 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 the mother-in-law. Okay, so that's all that's for better. But over here, so is it considered married or not? So he says, Shavarasi of him. She never, Shimon never married her. She was waiting and she died. He can marry the mother because he was never married to her. Uh, Alma, Ksavar, Ain Zika. So he says, you know, he holds, 
Ain Zika. What does Rashi say? Ain Zika is to Shemesa. It's not strong enough. Lahamavi Karusa. It's not like they're engaged. Remember, I said before, what did Rashi say? What is Zika? A shtickle. A shtickle, right? It's like Tsas Kedushin, right? A shtickle Kedushin. But it's not a, it's not a, it's not really Arusa. It's not engaged to her. He's like, okay. So Gamora says, now later on, it's going to be Machlokas. What are we talking about Zika now? Reuben and Shimon. Reuben and Shimon are, um, uh, what happened over here? Um, Reuben died. Reuben died, right? And he left the wife Leah. And there are two brothers there, Shimon and Levi, right? And Levi went now and got engaged to Leah's sister. Leah's sister. Leah's sister. Okay? Is he allowed to? Now, the old Zika, Shimon and Levi have to wait. You know, you first do Yidma or Chalitza, right? He engaged. What is what is what is uh, what is Rachel? The sister who's never been married before. Now she got engaged. Lady, what is she? She's a Chotz Kukato. Now that's not an issue in a Torah. But so what do you do? So Rabbi Yudah says over there. You know what? We tell him, listen, don't don't marry her yet because there's a Zika Chotz Kukato, and let your brother perform. Let Shimon marry her first. Then the Zika is off, and then you can consummate your marriage to Rachel. Let Shimon perform even on Leah, and then you can marry. That's what Rabbanon say, no, not necessary to do that. Not necessary to do that um, because Ein Zika. Again, this Zika, this bond, there's a bond there. It's not engaged, it's not married, but there's a bond, right? How strong is that bond? He says, well, it's not that strong. Ein Zika, it's not that strong, meaning that if she died and you didn't marry her yet, you can marry her mother because you were never really married to her. So why doesn't you just say is machlokis later on? We're going to talk about machlokis yeshzika. Just say halachas and einzika. Yeah, they says no. Yeah, they are Just say einzika. I mean, how do you betray einzika when there's two brothers? Reuven died, left his wife Leah, and there's two brothers, Shimon Levi. Who's going to do the even? The, the the first the first the first um, first dibs goes to Shimon, the older brother, right? But like you say, there's an incentive to marry her because, you know, you're going to get all the nachos. You had anything, right? Maybe you didn't have anything, right? But, right, Shimon Levi, Shimon and Levi, there's two brothers there. So you say, if ain't Zika, maybe with his two brothers, not such a strong bond because you don't know who's going to do the even who not. Maybe this one, maybe that one. Abu Bechad, if there's only one brother, Shimon's the only survive the only brother there, maybe you'd say, yay, Zika. So he tells you, no, uh, that's why I say, that's why I tell you, you know what? If she died, we don't care. If she died before you did Shimon the Yim, he could even marry her mother. So So say Malach is like the one who says Zika, even when there's only one brother, Shimon, he could still marry her mother. I might think that he can marry the mother even while Leah is still alive. What do we say? If Leah died before Shimon consummated, he can marry the mother. But if you say Zika, Bahad, you might think even while she's alive. Well, even while while Leah is still alive, no. Why? There's a mitzvah over here. Everybody agrees that there's some zika, right? You're supposed to marry her. So what are you going to say? You're supposed to marry her. You're supposed to marry Leah, right? Or give her chalitza. Give her chalitza. It's your choice, but you got to marry her. Instead, you go marry her mother. Right? So what what happens then? Now you can't you you can't do you even can't marry her daughter. You're married to the mother. So you say over here, you know what? So 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 he says. If you if Shemer Siyam the Mesa mother Muter Beima if the if the, she died if Leah died before you consummated you can marry her mother but don't marry her mother while she's still alive that's why that's his point if you just say Einzik you might say Einzik okay the bond isn't much you can marry the mother no Tanan what about we're gonna have a later mission says Yibim to Shemesa again Leah died before he did before he consummated Muter Bachos you can marry her sister 
she died, you can marry her sister. It's mashma only the sister, not the mother, right? Because we no. That's not a kasha on who said this on Rav. I'm a Ravunam Rav. Why? Maybe you can marry the mother too if the if the wife died, like he said. If the if the Yvama died, if the Shmith Flea died before consummation, you could. Who had then Afilabima? But I did ton of ratio. The ratio over there said, if your wife, your full wife died, you can marry her sisters. We know, right? right? If your wife died, you can't marry her mother. There, right? That's in the You can never marry your wife's mother, even if your wife is dead. Right? You can have children, no children, you can never marry her. So there, since it mentioned over there, why your wife, that your sisters, you can marry your 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 deceased wife's sister, but you can't marry your deceased wife's mother. So then we also mentioned Tananami Seifa, Mutabachosa. So Seifa also says that what? That if Yavama died, you can marry her sister, right? But it doesn't mean to say ex- excluding the mother, because Rafuna Barab says that you could marry the mother. Why? Because Ain Zika. Doesn't mean that you're you could marry the mother before you perform but before you did Yiv Morchalitza, you have to perform Yiv Morchalitza. Why? Because uh Levato mitzvah Yavamim. Rabbi Yehuda Amar, that was all Ravuna Barab. Rabbi Yehuda says the opposite. No. If this Leah died before you consummated her, you can't marry the mother either. Why? Because he owes Yeshika. The Zika is strong enough that there is a bond there, and it's like you were married to her. Now, does it really mean you're married? Well, we said it's Tzat Kedushin. It's like an Arusa. Says Rashi, two lines from the bottom of the page. Zika Sibum Havi Kiknusa. It's like she's married. She's your mother-in-law. That's how strong the Zika is. So why doesn't you just say, just say, why do you say, uh, who died, you can marry, you can't you, you can marry your mother, just say, maybe Yesika when there's only one brother, right? Shimon's the only brother, so then it's strong. I will betray if there's two brothers, Shimon and Levi, maybe you would all name Zika. He says, no, well, you can't say that. But keep pleading, betray, pleading. The Machlokis Rabbeinu Rabban that I said before is talking about where there were two, where there were two brothers, right? What do we say? Reuben died with no children, left Leah. And then Levi went and got engaged to her sister. So what do we say? We tell him, Levi, wait, let Shimon perform even first. There were two brothers there, Shimon and Levi. And the Machlokis there too, Eliyam Hachi. If I would say what, Yeshika, Havi, Menem, Chaim, he would think what? I'm say rather, if you would say, yeah, if you would say, that's only what, while she's alive, maybe it's gone. If she died, once she died, meaning to say that if you, your Leah was waiting, was waiting, unconsummated, and she died, you can't marry her mother. So why wouldn't you just say, no, if I would say Yesika, maybe while Leah's alive, there's a Zika. But after she died, maybe you could marry the mother. The Zika, the Bechilo, it doesn't go away. Blame the Sialite. So the same crash we had before on Rav Rav now we're going to say is a proof to Rav Let's bring a proof from this next Mishnah. says if you're Yuvama died, you can marry your sister. You can't marry her mother, which is a proof to Rav apparently. says, well, who had enough You can even marry the mother. Maybe it's like Rav Marav, rather. And not like Rabbi, this is Rabbi Yehuda who said this. Rabbi Yehuda said that you can't marry the mother. So the heart's of proof from there also says you can marry the sister if your wife died, but you can't marry, you can marry, if your Yavama died, you can marry your sister, but that's Mashmi, you can't marry the mother. Uh, Mashmi, you can't marry the mother. He says, no, maybe you can marry the mother too from that Mishnah. Why? But the idea of the ton ratio, since the ratio over there says, if your wife died, you can marry your sister, but if you're, you can't marry the mother. So you can never marry the mother. But it doesn't mean to say that that if the Yavama died, that uh, if your Yavama died, 
uh, it says you can uh, that um, since you, you can marry the sister, it doesn't mean to say that you could marry uh, that you could marry that you cannot marry the mother. It could very well be that you can marry the mother too, is you can't prove anything from that case. So we come out that Rav Yehuda, Rav Huda Marav said that what that if your Yavama dies. You may marry her mother because he holds basically ain't Zika. The Zika is not that strong. There is, you can't marry her until your, until your mama died. But once she died, it's not like you were married to her and therefore you could marry the mother. Whereas Rabbi Yehuda says, no, that if your Yavama died, even though you never consummated the marriage, sure, you can't marry the mother. Why? Because yes, Zika. There is a bond there. That bond is strong enough to make it like you were married to this Yavama. And once you're married to the Yavama, you can never marry her mother, even posthumously. And that's how we come out. And there's no proof in the next mission either way. All right, we'll pick him here tomorrow, Mitzvah. What if we can marry your mother, according to, according to, yeah, right, right. According, you could, not at the same time. And then once you're married, if you married the, no. One, if you if you marry the um, uh, the sister, no, you can't marry the mother and the sister. One, if you're married to a woman, you can never marry her mother. If you're married to a mother, you can never marry the daughter. Here we're speaking about you weren't married; you was just the Yavama. She was we were waiting. She's the Shemeres Yavama. Have a good day. Uh-huh. Sure.